Long ago in ancient times, there was a scroll of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch things pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And today marks a momentous end of an arc. Of almost one year of our life. <laughs> 50 yeah, weeks. That's too many weeks. Um, there's only 52 in a year. And I don't think we... Did we skip any weeks? I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. Maybe... I was late a couple of times, but I don't think we skipped any. Yeah. Where we reached the end of the Mystic Knights of Tirnano in their epic saga. I can't believe we made it. Yeah. Jake. What? Was it as climactic as you had hoped? It was... I would say this is one of the least like climactic <laughs> episodes. It's... Yeah, it takes for, so long for anything to happen. For season finale, it, it didn't have a lot of punch. No, um, and I got a lot of opinions yeah, about the ending. Well, a lot of stuff happens. Real fast, in the last six minutes. Well, I spent too much time dicking around in the front end. There are literally things that happen in the beginning that have no... Merit? No merit, yeah. no, They don't come back. They don't matter. Yep. You know, because Mystic Knights... They thought they were getting another season. Uh, like this opening, for instance. Yeah, we open up and Torque's got the, the battle bow, or the dragon bow, and he blows up a haystack to demonstrate to Maeve that the, the things that they stole were powerful. I guess so. They stole because they knew were super powerful. They refer to and it as- And also, a... they've seen them in action on multiple occasions. Right, he calls it a demonstration, and not even like a practice session or like a- Training or Training, anything. yeah. Um- and then he tries to run over a bunch of Tamar troops. He just chases them around for funsies. Because he's a cock. Oh, he, he switches vehicles. Is right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the Defender also has a grappling hook that we haven't seen up till now. Guess they've never had to use it. I guess. Um, but he does try to Zamboni over a bunch of Tamar troops and instead shoots out the grapple. And it doesn't get anybody. So I don't know what kind of demonstration this was other than shitty. Hey, you think he's just having fun at this point. <laughs> That could be, but this would, this would matter if they use the defenders in any a, way again at all in this episode. Yeah, but they don't. Torque makes the point that it would have been better because he can't pilot both at the same time, and if Lugad was here, you could have seen it all at once. I don't know why that's a big deal. I don't know. It's very hard to tell where Lugad is at as far as allegiances at the beginning of any episode. Well, physically. Well, by the end of any episode, it's very gray as to how he feels about anyone. He's got a lot of complicated feelings. But he's always back on the bad guy team at the end of the next or the beginning of the next episode. Yeah, because status quo is easier. Uh, but physically, at that exact moment, the reason he's not part of the demonstration is he's leading a troop of Tamras searching for the Mystic Knights and the the you know running king, which seems like a valuable valuable you know expenditure of time i don't know why torque's up on his nuts about it it seems like i think torque should be doing also yeah so it, and it seems like this would be 100 percent something that mav directed him to do she says she tells torque this is where he's at does she yeah and then they cut over to it so, so why I, is torque all up on his nuts torque's a fucking bitch all right that's fair um but they're in the the i don't know any of the towns in kells they all look the same but it is in fact, uh, the one that Rowan lives in. They run through a gaggle of geese. They sure do. And then a different bad guy is throwing chickens out of a different hut. Yeah. 
And then we do see one Tamra guy just open up a door and stab inside. Yeah. That one's looking to get some business done, and I appreciate that about him. It's uh, how you do it. It's how you search for someone. <laughs> the Mystic Knights, God and uh, King Dad, are all in Rowan's. I don't think this is Rowan's house. It's hard to say. Maybe they moved, but it is bigger than Rowan's house. Well, you have to put seven people in it. Yeah. it's Maybe it's like the... the, the I don't know. It's not like a pub, but it might be that pub where they found the kid in that one time. Yeah. The prickly pear or whatever the fuck it was. Um, But they're watching the, the troops run around outside, and Rowan pulls a sword as if he's going to go use it, but we know he won't. And King Dad tells him not to. He has to pull that sword out so he can set it down before he fights. <laughs> I wish that weren't true. So Lugad runs into the place where they're at, but we, nobody finds anything. Uh, one of the like they start stabbing in hay bales and looking around, and eventually Lugad decides that there's nothing here, and everybody flees to go look in the next house. I know Lugad used to be a regular man, but he looks like he should have a superior sense of smell. <laughs> He doesn't, though. Yeah, it's a stupid monkey face. Um, so as soon as they leave, Kahad drops the illusion. He cast minor illusion, and he made a, it look like there was a wall. And nobody... Angus, Angus is very impressed. Yeah, so like, I didn't know you could do walls. And Kahad's like, I can do all kinds of stuff, and winks at him real sexy-like. Yeah. Um, Setting up for a, a whole mess of shenanigans in season two. That's right. That we'll never see. Uh, but Sky and I will write. <laughs> visit our AO3. Um, Garrett's mad that he's hiding because he doesn't like hiding because he's a, he's a stab boy. Everybody else seems to be cool with it except for Ivar. I think Garrett has been so proactive and good in these last few episodes and he's just fucking useless in this one. Yeah, I, he at least wants to do stuff in this time. And it's just, these are all clearly written by different people who weren't communicating with the people <laughs> before them. Just how wildly inconsistent all of this is. There's no, there's no series Bible. There's there's a room full of people. No, there's a series Bible, and it's one page, and it says <laughs> Connor is the king, Maeve is, is Rowan's mom, and there's the only, like, pieces of information that you need to know. Rowan, Fireboy, Deirdre, yeah. Air Lady, etc. Remember the Sentinels? Did they defeat the Sentinels, or are they just I out there somewhere? I think they just disappeared. They were like, fuck this, and they went and got an apartment in the city, and now they're <laughs> just living it up. I mean, they've got that boss-ass armor. Yeah, they're cool dudes. Maybe they're working for somebody else who's not going to send them after the same people with the exact same plan over and over and over. But they'll have to get through the Sentinels first. Yeah, they did. A bunch. Uh, Rowan decides that he's going to go talk to Tiny King and runs away. Uh, And meanwhile, at Castle Kells, we've got um, Queen Mav. She's brought some of the powders from Kahad's room down to the throne room and she sprinkles her Havoc staff with some of it. What does that do? Nothing. It, it makes it glow a little. Yeah. Doesn't seem to increase or decrease or do anything other than make it glow a little. So, cool. Yeah, and then, I don't... She talks to Miter, who's there, and he wants to go take care or take care over Tirnano, because that was the deal. She gets Kells, he gets right. Tirnano. And she's like, I'm busy right now. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I assumed that this was her powering herself. So she wouldn't have to need him anymore. Right. But that, as we see later in the episode, is not the case. Um, Tork walks in. Nothing is the fucking case in this in this show. No, yeah, nothing makes sense, and it's it's annoying. Tork walks in, and he explains that Lugad didn't find anybody. Lugad is outside of the door with a L- spear. 
Lugan, uh, for being a big, bulky yellow guy, is so quiet on his feet. Yeah, for a big, bulky yellow guy who also is unable to speak in a low volume and also in the beginning would just throw guys at random and smash through doors and shit. And also whose hair is made of licorice. <laughs> He's not a stealthy fellow, no. but that... Dude is hidden in like three episodes so far. He's, Out of the six he's been in, yeah, he's always hiding around a corner, overhearing the wrong part of a conversation. Well, there's no wrong part of this one. This one's deliberate. That's like, true, but it's just because Torque is like Lugad sucks and I want him gone. Maeve's like, you're right. I'm gonna get him out of here. Yeah. At which point Lugad gets mad and snaps the spear over his knee, which I would have assumed would have alerted anyone there, but doesn't. I Lugad is her son. That like no. I don't know, there's just none of that playing into any of this. Yeah, Maeve is more than willing to just give him back to Crow Mom, and that'll be that. And I guess that speaks to her evilness? I guess so. Whatever. He's, all you need is a line, like, but he's your son, and she's like, I care not for my son, or something, to make her... That, that makes monster's her, no son of mine. Right, that makes her more evil than just ignoring it. Yeah. So, we jump over to Tier no. Uh, Rowan's there, and he's explained the situation, and nobody's like, oh, hey, you're not dead. Remember how you were going to die last time? You seem to be very fine now. Or maybe that was part of the pleasantries in the introduction that we missed. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah, but Tiny King, instead of offering, like, magic or better weapons or whatever, he's or like... Or even a fucking riddle this time. <laughs> yeah, he just says, you need your family to, to kill her. Yeah, and Rowan's like, I get it. I 100% understand that completely. And now I'm definitely going to use that information, but first I'm going to make plans for the next fucking 10 minutes of this episode. Yeah, and also, you have to find Lugad for that to work. You don't know where he's at. And also, Maeve's your mom. She's family too, and you can't kill her with her. But we jump back over to- I don't even think he understands that he needs Lugad at this point. He just says, okay. It's definitely not part of his plan. No. That happens randomly as a... By chance. Yep. So we jump back to the townhouse where King Dad and uh, Tiny and uh, Kahad are hanging out. Tiny Kahad. That's right. Um, they're talking about how the other knights went to go look for like weaknesses in the defenses of Kells. Here's the thing about that, fellas. You lived there. You should know every in and out. Remember how you snuck out through a secret room? Yeah. Maybe use that. But... Also, they could have fortified it differently and had guards and everywhere. Because they, they say that. Didn't know it was there. Right, but if there's just a ring of guards around the building, you know, well, they can't so you, get in and out. You should, one air blast will knock them all down, then you can actually kill them and get inside. Sky, you don't understand. You'd have to use your magic then, and that's yeah, not a thing Yeah, and it's they fine do. if you do it off screen, then you don't have to worry about e or editing in or spending money on it. You can just tell us that you did it. I don't think I don't think that's how the magic works. <laughs> it only works when you're watching. Yeah, uh, you believe. But in either way, Ka or, uh, King Dad reaches for a roll, and then a Tamar guy slams a big ass battle axe into the table. Yeah, instead of being on guard or anything, they're just fucking eating a snack. <laughs> and neither, I guess, the druid didn't throw up any magic defenses, like he probably should have, or like they're both facing the same direction. Which is also great when you're hiding somewhere. To have your backs to a door. Great work, fellas. <laughs> this is how you got overthrown in the first place. Um, so King Dad pulls a sword and the druid opts to not use any magic at all. 
he just fucking cowers in the corner. He's not even cowering. He's just standing there watching. This is his. This is his soaps. So the, the Tamra guys easily overpower them through sheer numbers, six to one. Yeah, and the Mystic Knights like come in, and they see a bunch of Tamra guys, and instead of just killing them immediately without hesitation, right? Like one of you shoots electricity out of your trident, like electricity. We know from every video game, we'll just jump from guy to guy. That's right. And kill all of them at once. That's right. Especially magic electricity. Yeah. But Torque's here now, and he holds a knife or a, a sword at King Dad, and everybody calmly waits as he explains, you better surrender. And then he, he moves the sword away from King Dad's face, which would be optimal time to shoot him with any kind of magic. But everybody decides, fuck it, we give up. Because that's how this show do. Surely is. I refuse to believe that Garrett would have just been like, yeah, you know what? I do give up. The real Garrett wouldn't have been a quitter, but a consist- inconsistently written Garrett that we have here. <laughs> Maybe just because is. he was in the back of the pack, yeah. he couldn't leap over. He, he actually Ivar couldn't see Angus what was going on. He was like, oh, are we putting our weapons down? <laughs> okay, What's well, going on? Oh, cool, guys. Oh, oh, shit. You didn't tell me the regard. God, God damn, damn it. it. <sighs> so there's a neck break, and when we come back, Rowan is walking in. He notices something's amiss, so he pulls a sword and runs inside, and nobody's there. There's more of this episode is set in this little hut than any other <laughs> place. Weird. And then there's a guy. There's just some guy with a stick, and he he knows everything. And we, I guess, we're supposed to trust him because he's wearing red. He is dressed in the Kells colors, which is smart. He claims to be the only one left. Everybody else is dead or fled. We're pretty sure he said fled. But it 100% sounded like he said, everyone else is dead. Yeah. And then more Tamar guys show up. Uh, Rowan throws his sword to the ground, deciding he doesn't need it, and fist fights them. Now, they're all still holding swords, they just don't use them. Yep. It's like Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use, can't use your weapons. He whacks him in the head with a chain link of, of sausages, <laughs> and then punches a, an inflatable clown so it hits a guy in the face. He also... Has a foam baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Too many moms got mad at the turtles for using their ninja weapons in a movie about ninjas. We didn't see... In the first movie, we didn't see anyone get explicitly stabbed. It was just heavily implied. Right. No one's beheaded There was no blood. Like, we see one guy get cut in the Achilles tendon for sure. And he goes down hard. But we don't see any blood. And yet, garbage trucks were still allowed to just drive around with impunity. Yeah. They just... They smashed him to death. And then we see Shredder pop out of garbage. So we know he got smushed. But we know he's also fine. Yeah, I mean, his mask got smushed. Yeah, well. He had to but, make a new one out of a saw blade or whatever. But he was he was fine enough to come back and kidnap that science man. Yeah. What a dumb movie. Yeah, um, still all right. It's fine. It's dumb, though. Um, so we jump over after Rowan beats up the guys. Uh, we jump over to uh, Castle Kells. Where the, the Mystic Knights are hanging out in the cell that we've seen Angus in. Uh, Mav comes up to make fun of him. Deirdre's like, where's my dad? And she says, somewhere else? She says they're in the tower. Where else? Because apparently that's where you where put... Where condemned men go. Yeah. But I thought they were in the tower. No, they're in the dungeon. But we saw a tower when we did an establishing shot. Yeah, that's just what the outside of the castle looks like. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Uh wouldn't you know it, Lugad has snuck around the corner and is listening in on this conversation also. Um, 
Garrett, they just they really thought that was like a good idea that trope just yeah, the they lean constant... into it a very hard it's, so uh, Garrett tries to grab Maeve and and like probably bash her face into the bars but she's just out of reach because Garrett's the only one trying to get anything done and Mav continues making fun of them he's like I'm gonna kill you and kill all all of them I'm gonna do it pretty soon it'll be Rowan too and we cut to Rowan running in a field and there's two guys. And there's a shitty sort of sword fight. And then more guys show up. And Rowan, you're on the lamb. Just kill him. Use your magic fire and rend them into skeletons. Stop fucking around. Instead, Extreme just, measures. He just puts a, a row of... Uh, magic fire. Magic fire, thank you. <laughs> and they can't get past it. Right. And then he goes and hides behind a super CGI rock. And Torque shoots a log into it with the dragon bow. And Rowan shoots the dragon bow with some fire. Pretty ineffective. And then he runs away. Uh, Torque yells as much. And that's a series wrap on any cars. <laughs> he shoots another log at Rowan. Rowan falls down. And then he hides behind a tree. And I so desperately wanted him to morph behind the tree and come out in armor on the other side. I really thought that was And that's exactly not what happens. Because it would have been cool. Because they could have done it in real time yeah. with two different actors. But instead, Rowan has climbed the tree. And is hiding up there. You don't even have to do it with two different actors. You can do it with one actor because it's a still of a tree. You just pause it and have him come out in a different costume. So there's nothing else moving in that except for Rowan. Yeah, but it would have been so easy to just have two guys do it. It would have been so easy and seamless. It would have been just as easy and just as seamless to do it the other way, too, though. Not necessarily. They're on a tight <laughs> uh, shoot schedule. And then the sun would have gone down because they're shooting outside. Oh, it would have been different lighting. There's no time to change. You need a different guy in that costume. That's right. Got to move at a quick clip. Get the shit done. It takes exactly three and a half hours to shoot this 20 minutes of <laughs> footage. So Rowan goes to see Pyre, who's home now. And, and he's gone there to think, I guess. Yeah, he's just sitting there thinking about what he should do. He's like fucking thoughtful Winnie the Pooh, just tapping his <laughs> forehead going, think, 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 think. And instead of being having the idea of taking the dragon that is his best friend and going to wreak havoc on the Tamar troops, his plan is nothing still. I'd like to say that that dragon might be his best friend, but he is definitely not that dragon's oh, best no, friend. Oh, no. That, that dragon could give a shit. Yeah. Um, but then the guy from earlier shows up. He doesn't get a name. He so doesn't even show it. up. He wanders in. Like... Well, I don't know if he came from the door or if he's just coming from off camera. We're, I, it's terrible, I feel though. like the entrance is to the left of I Rowan. also think that's true. So he came out from where the cave goes deeper. And he and Rowan is momentarily spooked, but then just accepts that that man found him immediately. Like, he enters like like a, a wise old sage would in like a parody of movies. Like, <laughs> I, I think this happens in The Waterboy or something. I don't... Yeah. And Pyre tries to burn him, but Rowan says don't. And so then, we don't. Yeah. And then the old man just has the chalice that Ivar needs. And he says, use this on for leverage on Maeve. But here's the thing. She doesn't want to be partners with him anymore. And now the chalice is gone. And she still has magic. And she's won. She doesn't need it. Why does she want it? I, you're right. I, there's no reason. Okay. If anything, they've done her a favor. Yeah. But instead, Rowan's like, yeah, I can use this as leverage. And I'm gonna. Thanks, old man. I'm 
just going to accept that you are here. Bye. And runs away. So we jump over to... <laughs> we should pause here to, at this point, Sky figured out the old man's deal. In oh, in real life. Yeah, we were he, I was like, oh, okay. So he had access to the cellos. We never saw this man ever before. So there's he's got to be somebody. He's either Kaha in disguise or he's the Crow Mom in disguise. Um, I think you posited he could be Lugad in disguise oh, at yes. one point. I thought it was Lugad in disguise as well. Maybe he has a shitty human form. Because it's an old, old man. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was it would be nice to give you credit on, on record. <laughs> sure. Um, it's definitely one of those. Uh, oh, but so, also, it's this show, so it could have just been a uh, random-ass yeah, old man. Absolutely. So Maeve is um, yelling at the guys in the room, saying that they need to find everybody because they're still a threat, and she wants it done now. And one of them's like, well, it's going to take time. And she yells at him that, uh, do it now! He walks away, probably muttering to himself, like, what the fuck can I do about it? I'm just some guy. And then the other guy in the room is Rowan. He snuck in there. <laughs> Surprise! How'd he do it? Fuck you. Why are you asking me? I don't know. Apparently he found the weakness in their defense. <laughs> Pretty easy. Probably snuck in the hidden bootlegger tunnels. And didn't think to free his friends first. He killed a guy, took his hat. <laughs> At least one guy, yeah. And then, what do you think? He killed a bunch of guys. Took took a boot from each one. Well, he had pants. to find one that was his size. That's true. I mean, he just found like sixteen short guys, so he had to go through them all. <laughs> so instead of just yelling or using her magic, Rowan's like, "Don't call him yet. I'm gonna fight you one on one." You know why? Because I took your chalice. Did you notice it's gone? I told you it. I took it now, so I have limited amount of leverage. She said, I haven't missed my chalice. I haven't been thirsty. I <laughs> I haven't had need of mitre because I won and I don't need him anymore. <laughs> um, so they have a, a sword fight. A long sword fight. Yeah. A long, slow sword fight. Maybe needs to choke up on her sword. Why she lost it just then. There's a lot of preemptive ducking. Yeah, and, and hopping. Jumping, yeah. And a lot of. Uh, flips and a lot of unnecessary stuff. flips like she climbs up the stairs that lead to the wizard keep and then she jumps onto the chandelier and does a forward flip which is completely unnecessary the stunt coordinator gary has just been eyeing <laughs> that chandelier waiting for this moment yeah then she does double team the pokemon move double team and makes a copy of herself so and instead of the two of them <laughs> attacking at once uh they do one at a time Rowan knocks one down, and then the other's like, hey, I'm still here. And he's like, oh, thanks for the ample amount of warning instead yeah. of just stabbing me. And then he shoves them back into each other. Pretty easy. Very easy. And then I assumed more Tamara troops to show up, but instead nobody does. And there's, there's, the sword fight continues just as slow and very choreographed and bad. It's on the level of, like, high school theater. <laughs> it goes as long as the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but at least that's intercut with other stuff. Yeah. And is that's fast-paced, at least. Like, they're hitting each other. Yeah. It is the... People love that lightsaber fight, but it is my least favorite. It's too long. That And dumb. That movie has my other favorite lightsaber fight, though, which is Dooku versus Yoda. And that one's good, because they're fucking throwing Senate chairs at each other with the I... Force. I don't know. I'm not as impressed with that one as you are. Ah, uh, that one's good. It's fine. It's exactly how you should do it, is actually use the force and just whip shit at each other. 
I like the part where there's uh, Sammy J and guy who plays Palpatine walking through that hallway, and it's you can just tell it's two 70-year-old men waving sticks at each other. It's fun. So we cut, like, Lugad's wandered back up to the prisons, and he came up to tell them um, nothing, and then Deirdre's like, can you help us? And he says, no, you're my enemies. And it's like, you came up here to tell them that in your remorseful tone? He's still trying to figure it out, I guess. Yeah. And then Deirdre's like, can you help me? It's me. I'm Deirdre. Remember when I took that rock out of your hand? Uh, we jump back downstairs. Uh, Rowan's taking his sweet-ass time taking swings at Maeve. And then she loses her, her sword and grabs the Havoc staff and blasts him with some magic. So he drops his sword. At which point Lugad comes in the door. And she's like, fucking kill him, please. And instead he tosses the sword back to Rowan. And then his friends show up. He's chosen a side. Finally. For he, now. He knows who he is. And then instead of everybody putting their fucking armor on, Rowan's like, no, wait. Let me take this time to make a speech about how this is my fight while Mav pl- very patiently waits for me to finish it. The fact that she's his mom, while it technically comes into play here, it doesn't seem to have any weight on this It was meaningless. At all. Yeah. yeah. Um... So in this ample amount of time, Maeve goes full Maleficent and turns into turns herself into a big lizard monster. Uh, it's it's if you're familiar with D and D, it's uh it's a uh, Yanti. And if you're not familiar with D and D, it's uh, Lamia. Uh, dumb it down another scotch. Uh, it's a scary it's lizard like an, lady. A, a na- naga. What are you What are you saying? That one was Hindu, but it's a snake lady with a lady part on top. It's a snake with a lady part on top, where we she's got snake boobs. It's like a mermaid, but a snake. Yeah, and her head is more snaky. Indiana Jones would lose his shit. It's a mer snake. I, okay. That implies that it's a snake with a fish bottom. <laughs> um, well, technically, that's what mer means. <laughs> fish bottom. Yeah. So it's a snake maid. Sure. It's a snake lady. Was mo- it's bad. She's terribly it's CGI. Poorly rendered. She could shoot lasers from her eyes, though. And then everybody's like, oh, Snake Lady, let's put our armor on. And again, uh, Maeve patiently waits while they do that. Because it takes forever. Rowan doesn't while the other four do. I don't know why Just... they bothered, because they don't participate in this fight, I don't think. They do one thing, and then they... Oh, yeah, they shoot right now. Just, I... <laughs> I remember, like, every time you morph as a Power Ranger, there's just some excitement in, like, the way everyone's yelling Mastodon and Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, there's energy to there's it. There's energy instead to it, of yeah. Instead of just... Holding up your thing. And beneath me. Air above me. Saying a full sentence. <laughs> the <laughs> only sentence you need is, it's morphin' time, and then you yell a thing. And with the Power Rangers, I, I think the, the, the conceit is, that's all happening simultaneously. It's not one by one. We just see it as one by one because it's a show. Right. And even if that's what's happening here, it's still boring as hell. But it's definitely not because we see like time passing and people waiting because it's not like a cutscene. They're all standing next to each other. Yeah. I don't know. So Mav shoots everybody with their eyes and they all fall down. Except Lugad, whose costume won't allow him to fall down. Right. He gets knocked into a wall and Rowan hasn't morphed yet and he didn't get shot. So he yells, we need, I need more power. Oh, 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 oh. like Tim Allen. Then he soups up his dishwasher. That's right. 
And he goes straight to Battle Fury. He doesn't have to morph and then morph again. He goes straight to Fish Blaster. And Mev patiently waits. And then he shoots her with the Fish Blaster. Right in the face. And then she shoots him in the in, in the chest with her eye beams. And then Luke Ed puts his goddamn axe down and helps Rowan up. And everybody else takes off their face masks and waits while they have a brotherly discussion. And then Mav remembers that they're in a fight a little and threatens them. And instead, they continue talking until they're like, let's attack at the same time. And then they blast Maeve into a person again. So every... For 50 episodes, every battle has been figure out what combination of our weapons to shoot it with. Yeah, it's all of them. It, no, sometimes it's two of them, sometimes it's all four of them. In this case, it was these two particular weapons. It, it's it's always some different combination of weapons. Oftentimes all of them, but sometimes not. Sometimes, I think at least once it went from all of them to two of them. <laughs> Stupid. So Mav collapses on the floor. And then just lays there the rest of the episode. <laughs> While everyone talks around her. Yeah. Um, Rowan's like, hey, thanks, brother. And then Deirdre says, I'm going to go get my dad and the and the wizard. Let's not kill Maeve. Let's let her just sit there suffering. And then Torque runs in. And he's like, oh, you guys, this is our castle now. And like Lugad's out in front. And then everybody else is morphed. <coughs> Torque. There's no way and fuck that you stand any chance against any of them. Torque's done nothing but throw your dudes around every time that he's encountered them. Yep. And Torque, remember when just two of them smashed your fucking shield like a couple episodes ago? <laughs> There's that. And all the other times that they've kicked your ass all the way up to your face. There's 49 other times. Yeah. Well, except the last episode, I guess. So there's 48 other times. At least. Those are just on-camera times. So what... On Earth, what in the nine hells do you think you can possibly do against these people? I'll tell you what. He pulls a sword, and then they're like, we we hurt Maeve, and then they show her her writhing body on the floor. They don't even take the damn staff away from her. No, she's just... I don't... I don't understand how she's defeated. Like, she's just there. She's just tired. She's not even unconscious. Just kick her in the face, please. And everyone just runs away, because she's... Been shoved to the floor. Yep. Ivar is going to go after them and kill them, but then Rowan stops her. And then the wizard comes out and touches Mav, and he says, well, she's been drained of her powers. Okay, cool. Take her Havoc staff away. Smash it. I feel like this weird power that uh, the wizard has would mostly be used for the king to know if his concubines were virgins or not. (laughs) Probably. Um, Because it was a weird, gross time. Yeah. And King Dad is just like, I guess we won. Hooray. Ivar, you can have your chalice back. Or Rowan has it still, so he hid it. But Not then, very well. Yeah. So the guy with the staff shows up. He, like, teleports in. And he has the chalice. Where did he find it? Don't know. Why does he have it? Not sure. And then he well, morphs. we know why he has it. Well, we do now, because he anamorphs into Crow Mom. And I was right. <laughs> It was Kuramam all along. Yeah, and she says, I got revenge on Mav. I'm not sure what she's revenging. Well, because Mav was mean to her. I guess. Because they seemed to be friends when uh, she first showed up, and then... Yeah, her whole... The whole conflict between them is Mav wanted to use Lugad, and Kuramam didn't want her to use Lugad. Yes. That's the beginning and end of it. Yes. As far as I understand. 
And then it's the Alpha and the Omega. <sighs> so Cruel Mom has the chalice. Ivar moves to go take it from her, and King Dad's like, "Nah, it's fine. We need you next season." And then uh, Lugad goes to take it from her, and King Dad doesn't bother trying to stop him. And then Crow Mom teleports away. He waves in the area that she was at. Yeah, and then he's <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck this. We gotta kill Maeve. And King Dad's like, no, it's my decision. I'm the king. All right. So he just, he doesn't kill her out of spite, I guess. <laughs> More or less. So we cut to the next day? Same day? Three weeks later? I don't know, but the castle's full of Kells guys again. Well, that's because Maeve was knocked down. Right. Did somebody pull the fire alarm and everybody cleared out? And yeah. And then Kel's guys went back in? Well, I mean, the the guys ran out with Torque, so... All of them? I guess so. I he mean... ran through the hall screaming, Maeve's been defeated! Ask <laughs> uh, exit stage left, even. Uh, so, two guys walking Maeve out. She doesn't have any magic powers anymore. And Rowan goes out to meet her. And... She's like, I don't know, trying to be nice to him or something. She tells him that Kaha raised him well. And then she gets marched off. Apparently, she's getting exiled to some island somewhere. The Island of Sorrow. Um, something about a pit? No, that was where Mav was going to send them. Oh. She's getting it. The, the recording skipped, so we didn't hear the specific island. But I guess she's just getting exiled to some other island like David the Animorph. Oh. Hopefully to starve to death. Yeah, that was when she was threatening them earlier, right? But you know what you could do that would solve the problem Is completely? trick him into morphing into a rat. Yeah, kill her. Oh, just yeah. put an arrow in her throat. You don't have to worry about her again. She's 100% dead. You can hang her from the wall no. as, a, as, a th- as a threat to the rest of the witches on that the is, island. That is not enough, Sky. You have to remove her head from her body. Just to be certain. Burn her corpse. You, no, you put one. You put her body on one island and her head on another. <laughs> but they don't do that. They're going to put her whole body on one island intact. And Angus is going to take her there. With Pyre. With Pyre, yeah. The dragon who could easily eat her or incinerate her. There's a good, there's a good chance that Angus and the dragon might eat her when they get there. I mean, I hope so. It's the smartest move to if make. If any Mystic Knight is going to eat another human being, it's going to be Angus. <laughs> Might be Lugan. He's not a Mystic Knight. He's an official one now. He's an unofficial He's got the mark one. of destiny. Oh. So everybody's just cool with Lugad now. <laughs> Lugad has just as many action figures as Deidre, so I guess. <laughs> Take that, Deirdre. He's a competent human being now. He, So he hugs Deirdre and he's going to go off and do Get whatever. a job. Everybody kind of wishes him well. He's going to get a, a, a spin-off, different stroke style. Yeah. <laughs> or not different strokes. Whatever. whatever. Joey. He's getting a show like He's Joey. getting Joey. Thank you. I don't know why it's a different strokes. I was thinking of something else. I don't know. A uh, different world. That's what I was thinking of. So we cut over to Tiernano, and Tiny King's like, let's party. Let's defeated. Let's, let's have a potato orgy or whatever it is we do when we party. And let's rub our genitals dancing. on all these gold pieces. <laughs> Pretty quickly in, he gets a migraine like Rita Repulsa. And he falls down, and one guy's like, you dance too hard, man. <laughs> it's Pretty the best. Great. And Tiny King's like, no, you idiot. There's bad stuff happening to Kells. Or there will be. Even though, apparently, Draganta fulfilled his, his destiny, but I yeah, guess Yeah, 100 lifetimes. And we jump to a new evil castle on a cliff. And Crow Mom's with, uh, what's-his-face, Miter. 
And Miter's like, hey, I want to employ you to help uh, get Tyr to know. And if you want, you can have Kells or whatever. And Queen or and Crow Mom doesn't commit. She's like, that sounds interesting. It 100% returns to the beginning of the season right here <laughs> at the end. And it's infuriating. Yeah. It's just a different Maeve. This one could turn into a crow. <laughs> Thank God. Completely different. The other one could turn into a mercy. This one's got a halberd, Jake. Completely different. This one has a crown instead of like a, a, a chainmail hood. Oh, good. All of those things are different. What What do you think the odds are that if this came back for a second season, her number two would be Torque? I would say like 90%. There is a 10% chance that he would be his own bad guy for a little while. Until he gets defeated, and then he'll go looking for whoever ex- or is the new lady in charge. But that's how it ends, with uh, everybody thinking they've won. And I uh, guess they have for now. Yep. Yeah, it's not really the cliffhanger I was expecting, especially since Crow Mom didn't commit to saying yes. Yeah. She's like, yeah, maybe. And we know the next season was going to be called Battle Thunder, whatever that means they'd fight so hard it would thunder i guess so maybe they'd get additional elements perhaps she is a weather witch (laughs) that's why she turns into a crow sure that makes sense (laughs) you know the weather i know yeah like how crows cause the weather i get it they fucking never got their motorcycles huh nope not on screen anyway damn it they didn't get their cars back i don't think uh no the last time we saw them they were just casually shooting logs at rowan Bloody hell. All right. But that's how it ends. I mean, there, the whole damn was, thing ends. There was a conclusion, which I am surprised at. Yeah. Um, Jake, what was the most turtlerific part of the whole of the whole thing? Yeah. Um, or of this episode? Of this episode, it was the young man who thought that the king had danced too hard. <laughs> that was pretty great. My king, you danced too hard. I of the whole thing, though, I, I really enjoy how um the whole destiny and the the family thing didn't really pay off or was important <laughs> in any capacity i really, really enjoyed that they they didn't have to tie lugad and rowan together no it didn't mean anything like it didn't at all for all we know lugad's just rowan in the future and he time traveled fuck for, the the reason lugad did anything was because deidre pulled a rock out of his hand at one point <laughs> you're not wrong he didn't care about their fam- familial relationship at all. No. And they certainly didn't care about their connection to Maeve. No. And she didn't care about theirs. She wasn't like, oh, this is my son. Maybe I should make him an evil heir to my throne. <sighs> um, I'm going to say that the most turtle part was when that one Tamra troop tried to kill King Dad with an axe. And he, he had terrible aim. He barely maybe missed. He was trying to. Maybe it was a warning shot, so it would be one more of sporting. his contacts fell out. But it was it was very imposing because you didn't see the guy at all, and all of a sudden a, an axe just yeah. slammed into the table next Whomp. to him. Uh, that was pretty neat. Uh, who's the most likable or effective character? Well, Garrett didn't really get in the way or anything this time. He tried the hardest to kill Maeve. He, he did. He tried to choke her. Through those bars. With his bare hands. It's always going to be Garrett, I think, if Garrett's in an episode, and it's not the first couple episodes Garrett's in. Yeah, because he sucked at first. Because everyone else didn't do anything interesting. I, Angus and Ivar barely had any lines. I, Deirdre Ivar said barely like had one, any lines. Yeah. 
I don't think she said anything. Did Deirdre say anything? She, yeah. She talked she, to Lugad, that's right. Yeah, and she w- said, uh, where's my dad? I'm going to go get my dad. <laughs> right. And then that was it. Indeed. That's great when the two women have the least amount of lines. Uh, Maeve had plenty of lines. I'm going <laughs> to... I guess. Let's see. It's a, it's a very progressive show where they made the woman the bad guy. <laughs> That's what Power Rangers did. I know. I was just, I was just kidding. I don't know who's the most likable character, because I'm pissed off at you know what, Crow Mom. She made me angry in the moment, but she did get it done. And then she was noncommittal as a villain at the end. I suppose so. I'm just annoyed at the people who made it that they're just gonna do the exact same thing again, <laughs> but with different armor a little. They were right to take their funding away from them and give it to Power Rangers Lost in Space or whatever. Yes. Lost Galaxy, I think. Lost in space. I mean, kind of similar themes. They were lost. Where? Uh, in space? Yeah. In a different galaxy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Jake, do you want to add this to the rankings? Oh, I forgot about this part. I yeah. You have to so remind me of how, how things look. I don't remember. Well, I feel this show is pretty comparable to The Next Mutation. But I... We have that about in the middle. Above Next Mutation is TMNT Christmas, and underneath it is Pride of the X-Men. And underneath that is Dudley Do-Right, and I do not like this more than Dudley Do-Right. All those are better because they're shorter. <laughs> um, it goes Dudley Do-Right, Six Street Samurai, Fanboys, Dark Phoenix, Haunted Mask 2, Inhumans, Dylan Dog, Battlefield Earth, and Fast Color is at the bottom. This is definitely better than Fast Color. Okay. Stuff happened in this. It's... I enjoyed it more than Battlefield Earth, that's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, also, this is not as good as Next Mutation, I don't think. Next Mutation is more fun than this. They had more fun characters and villains. Yeah. They had a monkey man. Exactly. Who wore a zoot suit. <laughs> and what, didn't Raphael get trapped in a haunted house with an ape once? Yep, that happened. That was fun. You got trapped on the set of Beetleborgs with <laughs> a guy in an ape suit. <laughs> I think he just got trapped on a set of Beetleborgs. Hard stop. <laughs> so my ceiling's Dudley Do Right. Yeah, I'd say it can go after Dudley Do Right. All right. That seems fair. Like Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue is at the top. That's yeah. number one. Okay. <laughs> it goes Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue, Extreme Ghostbusters, that one episode we watched. It was because nice it was one episode. <laughs> it was a good episode, too. I like that show. Um, Animorphs Reboot, The Great Wall, TMNT Christmas, <laughs> Next Mutation. <laughs> reboot kind of i remember how pissed off i was about vera because you couldn't have sex with her because she wasn't a real person because i didn't know what she was and that's because and you wanted to know if you wanted could wank off to it (laughs) indeed if she's a computer it's fine if she's a teen girl it's not well that's not incorrect yeah that seems like a good good spot for i really hope they make a third season of reboot we have to (laughs) have to go back it hasn't happened to us yet, and it's gonna. It's bound to. <laughs> Especially because that's the only recent thing on there. So it's gonna have to be that. Was Pride of the X-Men real bad? I don't remember that at all. I think it was okay, but it was weird, and a lot of the powers didn't line up. Mm. So, um, I guess that'll probably do it. Uh, no, we've got a whole bunch of other stuff to... What'd you do for Pop Culture <laughs> Palette Clones? <laughs> you, you got all the other things. Well, Sky, what... Uh, it's a good question. I had a list earlier today in my brain. I also did, and it is fresh. This pushed everything 
that existed in my brain out of it. I know. We do all this stuff to cleanse ourselves of this, and then we come right back to this and just, like, it's like dropping uh, a when you work in a restaurant and you break glass near the ice and you're like there's one piece of glass in here but it has ruined this entire ice bin you have to get rid of it and john taffer pours the blue over the top of it so you know not to use it yeah and also so you know when all of the ice is gone (laughs) okay so yesterday we watched uh a documentary on disney plus about uh howard um ashman no howard ashman uh he wrote the music he didn't write the music. He wrote the lyrics with. Um, Stop saying other names. <laughs> Alan Menken for uh, Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and okay. Aladdin, and he he also wrote Little Shop of Horrors, which I did not know. Oh. Um, and it was just about his life and stuff, and it was very interesting. <laughs> well, he had a plant that wanted to eat things. No, though the documentary was about his life, not okay. the Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> that was based on a movie from the before times. And a long, long ago. Yeah, from the before I was aware of stuff times. Also, I read a bunch of comics, so that was pretty okay times. The Darth Vader comic is really good right now, um, which is rare because usually Darth Vader just fights weird other cyborgs in comics. Sure. And, uh, they just, they're like, what if an Admiral Akbar was a General Grievous and Darth Vader had to fight that? And it has a monocle or something. It's so stupid. <laughs> a monocle with a monocle? Yeah, I hate Star Wars comics sometimes. Um, like, Princess Leia got frozen in carbonite in the regular main Star Wars series, like, right after The Empire Strikes Back. And it's so incredibly dumb, and I hate it. <laughs> and it's not a spoiler, because it's on the fucking cover. <laughs> well, uh, oftentimes, covers are bullshit. That's true, but it, this is actually what happens. But he's he's trying to figure out who killed Padme. And he, he did. He comes. He doesn't know that. Um, Wait. If I killed my, my wife and my kids, then why did this knob job tell me this is my son? <laughs> uh, he. That actually reminds me of something else I watched. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Um, he. Anytime you need me to call robot chick in Star Wars, I'm all over. We should it. probably just watch that. It's pretty great. We. He. He. That is palate cleansing. <laughs> he teams up with, with um, one of the handmaidens, Mike TV. Sabe, Whoever, would you, did you say Mike TV from Willy Wonka? Yes. yes he teams up with Kira Knightley and, and, the, uh, they, they do looking around for Padme's <laughs> killer. What? Padme instead of Padme. All right. You know, I don't talk while you're describing whatever stupid movie <laughs> yes, you've you watched. Yes, you absolutely do. I you would never. Me all the time. I would never. Also, <laughs> I read, um, all of the. Padme is a pretty good pun. Stop Thank it. You. I got caught up on the Marauders, which is the Kitty Pride is a pirate book. That sounds okay. It's it was it's fine. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's got the good X Men and it. it's got Kitty Pride and Iceman and Storm. Nice and Bishop. He's okay. He's fine. And Pyro, your favorite. <laughs> is uh, it the Pyro? One Pyro died, and now there's a new guy. Well, I don't know which Pyro it is because everyone is back from the dead in the X Men universe. Because right. why not? Right. Uh, you were, when you said that Star Wars thing though, you reminded me. I watched a little bit of the uh, Freemaker Adventures, which is the Star Wars Lego show. Okay. Um, and it's just about like a crew. I'm. Um, so, I just to clarify, you said it was a Lego show. Is it a show like a cartoon about Legos, or is it a bunch of people building shit with Legos? The first one. It's it's like the Lego Movie, but it's in Star Wars. Okay. The the main part of the show is fine, 
but the really fun part is Palpatine and Darth Vader's um, interactions with one another. <laughs> Those are really good. Okay. Because uh, Palpatine's really mean to Vader, but in a really <laughs> funny way. Excellent. Uh, he's always tearing him down. So I hi- highly recommend. So I think that's mostly the stuff that I did. Okay. Now you do it. I just realized it. that we are missing one from the, our list. We never ranked that episode of Power Rangers Ninja Steel that we saw where... She- the Were Pink they Ranger Christmas? Tra- yeah, she traveled through space and time with Santa. Oh, that one wasn't that bad. That was pretty good. Where do you think that one goes? I think it's up there with Animorphs. I was just going to say probably right under Animorphs. Sounds good. It probably yeah. is better if in context with everything else, but because it's a standalone episode, Yeah. Um, it's not as good as a whole series, I guess. I wish there wasn't already a podcast where people watched the Christmas episode of things and <laughs> did that. Oh, we can we can just do that, though. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. I mean, we'll do it at Christmas time like we always do. Yeah. I purchased uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Or I'm not. I'm pretty sure I am not pronouncing that correctly because I do not speak Japanese. Um, and despite his weebish appearances, Sky isn't. <laughs> Speaking of weebs, it is 100% a terrible weebs backstory for their shitty D&D character where you're a, a Japanese prince who's been dishonored and you have to go around... And fight a bunch of people to regain your honor and woo a lady and whatnot. The lady isn't really being wooed. You're just t- kind of teaming up with her in a very respectful fashion, actually. But it is fun. But I am recognizing a lot of the shit. Because I've watched and listened to a lot of uh, stories, like horror stories from D&D. And a lot of people have this uh, <laughs> Eastern country lost prince nonsense. And I definitely need a Cantana because reasons etc wait i've heard you say i definitely need a katana yeah in real life not in oh okay but it is fun and it is a beautiful game because it's set in japan uh everything i have seen looks really cool excellent like the rendering is beautiful like there's a it's a a a forest in fall and the colors are beautiful and it's windy and the like your whole deal is the wind shows you the way you need to go so you get to follow all these beautiful falling leaves and you get to ride a horse and you get to name it one of three things <laughs> i named mine sky actually it's sora which apparently is japanese for sky or something um and it's rad it, it's very good uh, it 100 feels like sony looked at breath of the wild and was like we can do that and then did it and it's pretty good i can't jump off a high high cliff and then deploy a, a hang glider that i keep in my pocket like I can in Breath of the Wild. Can you cook uh, breakfast? I have not been able to yet, but I did change my clothes, which is sort of similar. <laughs> I also hung out in a hot spring and it extended my life a little bit. Nice. Yeah, it's a good game. There is a sort of brutal feature where um, sometimes when you s- cut a guy down, he'll start kind of crawling away in obvious pain and if you walk over to him one of the options is end his misery oh i think i heard that yeah yeah and then you get like points honor points it it, i forget what it's called but it fills up one of your dealies that you can use to heal yourself so like you're sucking his life force out jesus it's not like a actual function of the game but that's what it seems like because you're killing him and giving him his honor back (laughs) but you're also like getting vitality back from him it's kind of fucked, but it's also pretty neat. Um, but I'm enjoying that. I've only had it for a couple of days, so I'm not overly far. But I did pick up a bow. 
and uh, I now know how to sneak up behind somebody and just gut them with a sword. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Cause the animation, for the most part, as I've seen it, is you sneak up behind them, and there's like a little cutscene where you come up, you pop up, you stab a knife directly in his neck, kind of twist it around, and then he falls to the ground, and then you stab him in the chest a bunch. Well, like you do. Well, you got to finish the job. You don't right. want him to suffer. I get it. Um, I feel like I did more stuff, but I also don't remember what it was. Right? I know. I I did something yesterday, I'm I sure. I guess I the power was out for most of the, this week, so I did, in fact, not do that much stuff. Yeah, I guess you had to read an old-fashioned book by candlelight. Yeah, I was drawing by candlelight. That definitely happened. I was going to draw on my tablet. I was like, well, I can either draw on this or use it to recharge my cell phone, which wakes me up in the morning. So I'll definitely do that instead. <laughs> I'm constantly explaining to people at work. Uh, when the power goes out, because they all immediately freak out because they're not going to be able to charge their phone, that we work <laughs> in a school full of laptops, and you just have to plug your phone into a laptop, and it will charge <laughs> it. Work didn't have power uh, all of Tuesday, yeah. and that was great because I went home early. <laughs> I didn't even notice that there was a storm because I was in the compounding lab, and the lights didn't even flicker. I'm, I mean, that storm that came um, through and... Uh, a ruined Iowa, so if you know if you can help Iowa, people help Iowa. Yeah. Um, but it came through here like in less than ten minutes. It like I uh, was out in it yeah. trying to throw out some garbage before I <laughs> left work, <laughs> and I did not realize it was as bad as it was because the side of the building I was on must have oh broke the wind. Uh, I was on the side the wind was hitting, but I guess there was just oh. nothing to move on that side of the building. Mm. Uh, and then as we left, and I drove around. There were just trees and branches down, and I was like, I was outside in this. (laughs) I had no idea. I got out of the lab. I was in the lab for seven straight hours, and when I got out, I noticed there was a voicemail, and I listened to it, and it was CVS calling to say that it was windy. I was like, okay, sure. When I got outside, it was sunny. It's like, this doesn't seem that bad. I'm sorry, CVS calls you to tell you when it's windy? Uh, This was the first time it's ever happened. the, The voicemail said something to the extent of... Winds reaching 100 miles per hour. It's like, this seems not real. But Wait, okay. why did CVS call I you? I don't okay. know. <laughs> Apparently that's weird. a thing now. Because I asked around and everybody's like, yeah, I got that too. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yes, extremely. Uh, I think it was worse up by you actually than it was down here. That's probably. Is it, maybe you're on a list from when you worked there? I mean, I still technically work for them. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's incredibly weird. Yeah. And it's it, what's weirder is like we're monitoring this. Okay, what are you gonna do about it? Let you know if it gets yeah. windier, windier, <laughs> winds. Good old robots. So that was that was weird, but I think that'll probably do it for this week. Probably. Um, we're probably gonna take the next week off as we do in between whatevers. Oh, you know what? We got an email. A listener named Robbie called called sent us an email. Uh, it was very nice of to hear from you again. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, it's me again." Y'all can call me Rob if you want, if you like. Uh, since the time of writing, you have one episode remaining of Mystic Nights. I thought I'd throw out a suggestion for a standalone. I found this in a box of tapes in the article I'm going through, and I immediately thought of you guys. I'll admit, I don't really remember it and didn't watch the whole thing, but it seems up your alley. If y'all are interested, I can mail it to you. Anyway, stay turtle-rific, Rob. Which is very sweet of him. And it's an image of a VHS called from FHE uh, Entertainment. That logo really brings me back. Um, uh-huh. And it's the wild puffalumps. 
It's not something I've heard of. I did look on YouTube, and there seems to be an episode of it. Um, look into that and see if it's something that we feel like is good enough to make fun of. Um, I watched like five minutes of it. It just seems like it's maybe aimed a little too young for us to really critically review. Um, but it was something. But anyway. I don't have, I don't have any. Uh, I do not recall it. It, it is definitely a Fisher Price ah. thing. It's uh, it looks like they made the dolls that go with the cartoon. Yeah, we'll we'll take a look and see if it's uh, a good fit. But uh, but thank you very much for suggesting that. I think Let's he also tear these children down. These children's <laughs> down. I think he also suggested that we watch um, that movie. Battleship. That's almost exactly like Transformers, but a little bit different. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for the email. It's very sweet to hear from you. Uh, and I think that will probably do it for this week. Um, we will see you guys soon with something else. And then I'll probably eventually put up a poll, uh, seeing what you guys want us to do next time around. Uh, I kind of want to do Street Sharks. I still like Cowboys of Mumesa. Yeah. <laughs> I looked. We'll watch one episode of Cowboys, one episode of Street Sharks, and go through. I looked uh, which one was shorter, everything. but I don't remember. I think it was Cowboys. I think you're right. Cow stands for Code of the West. I already hate it. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through this weird series. This, this, it wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't good. It was boring. And ended not in a way I wanted. Uh, but thank you for sticking with us. Uh, if you want to, you can rate and review in your podcatcher. I was going to say podcast app, but instead bailed on that for some reason, even though those words mean the same thing. You can <laughs> follow the show, Failed Pop Culture with Noe at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And we will see y'all next time around. Uh, Black Lives Matter. I forget the other thing I say. Defund the police. Defund the police. Save Iowa. If you can, contribute to uh, relief funds for Iowa. That'd be great. And uh, the other thing is... Uh, the other thing say. is stay frosty. There it is. You really you really fizzled out there at the end. Yeah, I did. It hurts. I was looking, doing, look, we've been recording an hour. It's been a while since we've been gone that long. I've, uh, I was looking at pictures of these cowboys of Mumesa. <laughs> we've done it. Yeah.